Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 30. With empowered surrender, she conceived. Hey, mama, I am delighted to be here with you this week because we are taking on a topic that gets a lot of airtime on this journey but is kind of hard to nail down. That's surrender. In my slightly punk rock approach to this journey, I'm not going to bullshit you with the kind of airy-fairy crap you will typically hear like, oh, just relax and it'll happen. The notion that you are just going to relax when it comes to something so blazingly important to you as becoming a mom is fucking ludicrous. It's also important to point out that most people completely misinterpret what it means to surrender. They think it means giving up. Well, that's bullshit too. What I'm sharing with you this week through my beloved Kate's story is what I call empowered surrender. Kate is the essence of what it means to cultivate empowered surrender on your fertility journey. Empowered surrender is the state of unshakable faith that what you desire is coming. You may not know when, you may not know how, You understand it may be a little different than you thought, but you know it is 10,000 times better than you could possibly imagine. Empowered surrender is active. That means you keep moving forward doing the smart things you know to do, but that the constant nagging fear it won't happen fades into the distance. Empowered surrender means you stop making fear based choices, you cover your bases and you start enjoying your fucking life on the way to your baby. Empowered surrender is like jet fuel on this journey. Empowered surrender is what takes your dreams from the seemingly impossible to the inevitable. For two and a half years, Kate, a woman of faith, and her husband struggled to conceive. As a registered nurse, her medical training could have persuaded her to throw her hands up and turn her back on the truth she knew in her heart. She knew she wanted to conceive naturally with the least invasive measures possible. But with empowered surrender, she had the guts to believe. Kate came to me because she knew there was something to the idea of surrender. We've all heard the stories of people who just give up or adopt, then get pregnant. Well, Kate wasn't waiting around for that. She wanted to get some of that goodness now. She wasn't going to give up, but she wanted to apply that unique mindset, that empowered surrender to her journey. And that's what I taught her to do. Kate will share not only how she deepened her faith, but how she achieved a state of surrender that empowered her to keep moving confidently forward, knowing that her baby was coming, even with no evidence in front of her. Within months of having a mindset that supported her success, the thing she came to me for, Kate succeeded. Let this gentle, amazing, utterly gorgeous woman's story inspire you to empowered surrender. Kate will share goosebump-worthy evidence that the universe does have your back, baby. 
when you have the faith to surrender. The best news ever is that empowered surrender is something you can learn. I taught Kate and let her teach you some of that now. All right, my loves, I am so excited to share the story of of one of my ladies that is just incredibly heartwarming. From the moment I heard this woman's voice, I knew, I knew in my heart that she was ready to do this work. I knew how committed she was, and I knew that she could make a difference on her journey. And it was as much of a hell yes for me as it was for her. And I'm so delighted to bring Kate onto the podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Kate. Tell us how you got on this journey. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, this is such an honor. Thank you, Roseanne. And, oh, you're so um, welcome. Especially, you know, with the introduction, it's, it's amazing thinking back to that point and, and really needing that energy level and encouragement from you because I knew in my heart it was the right decision, but I needed that push um, to take a step out and really a big leap of faith and um, say, yeah, I'm going to do this. This means that much to me. And I feel like this is what I've been looking for on my journey. So um, a little bit of background. After getting married in October of 2015, uh, my husband and I just kind of did the, all right, well, let's see what happens. Um, We're open to kids, you know, um, whenever it happens. So a year goes by and then you start to say, okay, well, Maybe I wasn't actively trying, but it, you feel like it maybe should have happened at some point. And so, you know, uh, starting to do my own research and doing anything, um, you know, diet-wise supplements, um, over-the-counter things you read and just, and timing and all the apps and things to get your cycle under a uh, regimen. And then finding ourselves uh, about another year later and coming into sort of the winter of, uh, you know, 2017 and then crossing over early 2018, I really hit a low point. And I, at that point, I think we started to get some basic testing done and not finding out that anything was wrong. So I really was like, okay, I think that, you know, we can do this with, you know, minimal intervention. And I really felt in my heart that that was the plan for us. And in my faith and my relationship with God, that's what I really always had felt. And so, but I, I could feel myself falling into and sinking into this version that was not really me with all those doubts and the fears and feeling alone. And, um, you know, to the point where I remember that was really like a turning point where, you know, walking by this empty room in our house that we so wanted to not put anything in because that was our plan for a nursery and just walking by and feeling like, will this ever hold a child? And just like kind of falling to my knees in tears and just being like, God, I don't know what, I don't know what you want me to do. I, I, I don't look what, you know, um, why isn't this happening yet? Because it hasn't happened. And two and a half years, I feel like it's never going to happen. So I think I really just, that was the beginning of surrendering a little bit. I still had a lot of work to do, but when you kind of open up and that's, what's so amazing about like, you know, your piece of your faith journey, Roseanne with, you know, that whole uh, section of your book, that was incredible. (laughs) And, uh, um, and I think 
once I did open up, then little things started to fall into place. And somehow I came across your work and I was just like, so drawn. And I kept saying, you know, I want to get to that point. I know it's a mindset because these people who try, try, try for years and years, give up and then adopt, and then they get pregnant naturally. I'm like, what is that state of mind that people get to? And that was just a big goal for me. And it was something that I even brought up with two fertility doctors who the minute going into their clinic had you signing waivers for IUI and and IVF. And I was just like, uh, felt bulldozed by all of that. So it really was, you know, from probably spring of 2018 and going to the summer, um, working with you and it really helped develop, you know, my mindset. So I guess that's a little bit of a background and we can definitely get into other things, but love to hear, you know, any specific questions or way you want to go with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I want to take a huge step back because Mm -hmm. there was something that you said that was really powerful that I think a lot of women abandon on this journey. And it is, you said that you knew in your heart, you wanted to do this with minimal intervention Mm -hmm. and, and you just felt like that was your path. So I would love it if you shared a little bit more about that, because, you know, when we get into fear and freak out on this journey, it's really easy to throw that, that heart-based knowing out the window and say, fuck it, I'm just going to go with whatever medicine I can get and just get this done. Right. But, but you made a really powerful decision. So share a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I think that something I always kind of came back to, like, um, you know, growing up, even as a little girl, playing with dolls. And I remember even like having dreams about being pregnant. And so I I knew that it was meant for me because, you know, so often I would think, well, you know, maybe this, this is because God wants us to adopt. There's so many children out there who need homes. And that turned into a little bit of like a fear thing. Well, if you're such a good person, you know, you and your husband are so blessed. You have, uh, you know, a nice home and, you know, the means to take in a child, then you should be doing that. And that was something I really kind of, battled to the end, not in a, you know, negative way, but just more so realizing that, you know, that there's nothing fear, anything that's coming at you like fear-based is not from God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that really was a big eye-opener for me. But I think I just, it, it took me a while, but really tapping back into that inner spirit that we need to feed. and just like anything, whether it's a diet or keeping our bodies healthy, working out, we have to, we have to feed and strengthen our spiritual muscle. And that, you know, whether it's your morning practice and meditating, praying, uh, whatever it is, getting out, going for a walk, the nature, things like that. uh, When you feed that, you really drown out those surrounding fear and opinions and noises from the world and people around you that can quiet that inner voice that Mm. you really know what is what guides you on your unique specific path because that's it we all have our own unique path how the heck are we gonna know how to follow it well and so you know taking your background because you're a medical professional so you know you started talking that about feeling bulldozed so Mm -hmm. say more about that because it you know based on your training and your experience it would have been really easy to toss all of 
what you value out the window and just say, Hey, you know what, you know, maybe they're right. Like what was, you know, what was important to you about thinking differently when it came to that? Mm. Oh, just, you know, all these miracle stories and, you know, your story and other women and just thinking there's something there and that there's other ways to go about this. And, you know, um, doctors are great and they get very specific direct training, but, um, I, I'm always one to say like, you know, try, try more, (laughs) even though, yeah, I'm working, you know, an ER and we're pushing meds and stuff. But when it comes to things, I, I'm personally, and even talking to some of my patients and family and friends, I'm more so to suggest, you know, try the more natural methods first. And um, really work with our bodies because our bodies are amazing and we're given such, you know, things around us in this world that aren't made in some lab and factory. Really just, you know, start there and uh, believe in it. And thank goodness we have medicine as a backup. And, yes. um, and you know, it, it's, it's great, but I think I really held on and believed that it believed in my body and believed in the mind body connection. Um, and I wanted to feed that before really going to what I thought was, you know, an extreme for myself and my um, family or my, our beliefs. So that's incredible. And so, you know, let's, let's talk about that some more. Let's talk about this belief because what you did in such a short period of time is remarkable. It's really easy to be eaten alive on this journey with negativity. Mm. So tell us a little bit about where your mindset was when you began and, and how you really began to change it and ultimately the changes that you saw as a ripple effect in your life. Oh yeah, definitely more so around in my whole life. It's just amazing because sometimes you just don't even know how much more of a potential you have until somebody else sees that in you or asks the right questions and guides you the right way, which you do. So I think you really did help bring back what was truly me. You know, and it's like that freedom as a kid and you, like, I really loved to dance and I was so into art. But then as you go along and you uh, try to fit in in school and then fit, you know, a certain career pathway, you almost push certain things to the side and fall into these other patterns. And you start to lose a little bit of what really makes you unique. So going from this wall that I hit was like, okay, you know, went to school, I got my degree, I've got a career I love, I found a a great guy married, we've got a home, you know, we're doing good. Now what's the next thing, a baby? And then when that doesn't happen, it's like, what does my life mean? And what am I doing in my life? And I think you helped me sort of connect back to who I, as an individual, really am my unique gifts and unique strengths and interests. And then bringing those out and putting attention on them and feeding them, it really helped make my life more rich. And it gave it meaning. And it also helped sort of ward off a lot of negativity and fear that can come at you on this journey. 
And it helped me to be more confident because I really felt connected to who I was. I wasn't forcing myself to fit into some mold that society says you should fit into. And just getting back into dance and picking up painting and creating this community of like a women's Bible study group, that just fed you know, who I was an individual and that spiritual aspect of myself. Um, and yeah, I think it just overall made my life so much more meaningful. I was happier. I felt stronger. I felt more confident. And that just all plays into what we need on this journey towards motherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, tell us a little bit about how that impacted your strategy on this journey, because it's like all of these wonderful things about you were blossoming. But the way that you were showing up to your journey, the way that you were actually beginning to see you, it also played out in the decision-making that you did on your journey, right? Mm, Yeah, definitely. Um, Because I I felt more confident in who I was as a person and my, like, you know, just life in general, like, you know, my unique life, I felt more confident going into fertility appointments and you speaking. standing up for myself or and speaking my mind when it came to something maybe I didn't really agree with, whether it was definitely or indefinitely just at the moment and asking the questions and really becoming more of an advocate for myself and a partner versus just uh, a doctor saying, you know, this is what you need. It gave me that more confidence and just joy overall to Go, you know, go back home and really reflect on things. And I would allow myself to, you know, on certain decisions we had to face with getting like fibroids removed and taking some antibiotics, really, you know, I'd pray on it and I would allow myself to not feel rushed um, and not make choices out of fear. So that way, when I did come to a certain point with whether I chose to or not, it, I felt more confident that it was my decision and it wasn't so much something I was being forced to do. Mm, That is so, that is such gold, my darling, because that's the thing. And like, isn't that one of the craziest things about this journey where it can feel, and you kind of hit on that point earlier too, where you kind of feel bulldozed. You have, it's like you get this, there's like this train is leaving the station yeah. Right, like you get on this fertility crazy train, and like mm-hmm. it, it just it, if you're not really clear about you and who you choose to be on this journey, it can totally knock you down. Right, right. Yeah, and and when you're somebody such as yourself, where you really know what you value, you you have a connection to faith, and you know what's right for you and your husband. Like it can, you can feel super powerless. But what you're describing is you didn't feel powerless at all. Right. Yeah. Yep. That definitely took some time and building. But, you know, getting to that point, it really was such a game changer. Yeah. 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 So tell us, like, ooh, tell us a little bit about your pregnancy story, my darling. Let's get to the juicy goodness. Because how did you find out you were pregnant? And, like, you know, what was, you know, what was going through your mind and what was different? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I, leading up to this, I took my old journal out because I was just getting to like the end of, you know, one of my journals that I, um, 
that I use for my morning routine. Um, and um, so, and it was really cool because it was almost like a little bit of a mantra. Um, <laughs> and if anyone's looking for any cool journals, I always find them like Marshalls or TJ Maxx. They always have like really inspirational things in the front. But that was like almost like my little mantra for that year. That was a reminder. The cover says, it is well with my soul. And it just always kind of carried me through that time. And I had picked up a journal probably like a month prior because I knew it was getting to the end and um, said, you know, with God, all things are possible. And I was like, that's going to be my next one because that's what I'm declaring. And I had a sign, a little chalkboard sign where I would write different um, inspirational things to have it placed around my house as a constant reminder. And so I had that written in my home somewhere. So I had opened up my old journal and just probably, I mean, we, at this point, early March, we had conceived probably mid-February, but I still didn't know then. And I, I find myself like writing down things like how I'm still living intentionally and joyfully on my two-week wait. And then a lot of that retrospection that you encourage us to do was so helpful. I made a whole list of what I'd learned lately because there were so many things falling into place. A big one for me, those last few months really leading up to our baby was that I don't exactly remember where I heard it, but it was like a light bulb off in my head and my heart to decide to praise and thank God for giving us our child, like thanking him now. So basically that, it kind of propelled me into that state of acting and living like your promise and your miracle has already been fulfilled. Like strutting through that baby aisle and target with your head held high and confident and be like, yep, I'm going to put that on my registry one day and not like cringing and hoping you don't like, you can walk by without seeing it. So things like that. And it was amazing how, you know, the day that I, I did find out, I remember the, the night before I had taken a pregnancy test, it was negative. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had I had wrote down in, in my journal the next morning how I remember I had gotten to that point where I was like, oh, that's okay. And I'm not going to let any, any you know, these negative thoughts creep in. I'm still going to be thankful and know that it's coming and just trust in that and, and just declare that, you know, there's going to be a miracle coming. And then the next morning, I just said to myself, I was like, eh, maybe that was expired. I don't know. I guess it wouldn't hurt to just check it again. And they say it's better to check it in the morning. And sure enough, it, it was positive. And I kind of raced downstairs and I had that sign that said, with God, all things are possible. And I left it out for my husband and a shirt that I had. I made lots of purchases in faith. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're telling, you are straight up telling the universe, you're telling God you mean business, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. I had the shirt for my husband that said, you know, promoted to daddy. So I put that out on the counter for him with the sign and the positive test. And so I w it was so great to be able to, you know, surprise him. And <laughs> he was obviously shocked and didn't really believe me for a while. <laughs> and I had to go out and get another one and take it and send a picture to him at work to like show him. Oh um, my gosh. I mean, so, woman, yeah. as you were telling that story, I literally was tearing up because when I think about you and I think about your story and the guts that it took for you to take the stand that you did, it's just incredible. I mean, the bravery, like 
when you said, you know, you were, you began acting as if, and, mm. and just imagining you, because I know how beautiful you are, like, just imagining <laughs> you, like, strutting down the baby aisle at Target, <laughs> like, you belong there. I mean, this is going to change so many women's lives, just hearing that, because you, I mean, going two years, you know, two plus years without a pregnancy test, then you start doing the work, you start changing from the inside out, and you show up at your your appointments, you show up with doctors differently, like, this is incredible. This is truly, I mean, it's miraculous in so many ways. Yeah, it really was. And it's amazing all the specific concrete things that you helped guide me through and really to get me to that place. It really matters. You know, you you have to take uh, those steps and, um, and apply them and it, it it's great it's it's not just changing for getting us to our baby but overall for our life I'm still going back and implementing things now to make sure that I'm <laughs> in my in my power for preparing to bring this little guy in the world so yes yes, yes. so how tell us how far along are you today uh like 30 and a half weeks. Oh, so 10, 10 countdown. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So you said a few moments ago that you, you learned a lot. What, mm-hmm. tell us some of the biggest lessons that you learned on your journey and, and some things that you would want to share with the women that are listening. Yeah. So, um, even just, and I know you hit it home, but girls, it's so important having that whatever shape of a morning routine you have, whether it's praying, reading a devotional, journaling, or meditating, reading from scripture, whatever it is, if if you, and there were mornings that I like struggled and I was just like, uh, feeling like I wasn't getting into that groove of things, but still commit to it because it just sets your day off right before you're bombarded. And I totally noticed the difference of if I got, if I happened to open Instagram or Facebook before I sat down to do that, it's a, it was a different day and not very, not a, as much of a good day as if I started with that routine, set your heart and mind right. Um, it opened you up, I think, for what sort of meant for you that day. And other things like that meditation you brought me through to really reconnect with that inner spirit. And it sort of gave me a sense of this maternal feminine power. And I still will turn to that when I need to draw from that inner strength and reconnecting with my femininity was a huge thing. Even just guiding me to ways of reconnecting with my husband after, you know, that intimacy part is not as strong because it feels like a job when you're trying to make a baby and just bringing that sort of carefreeness and joy back into it on this journey, which is, I know, a big thing for people that get lost along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that I was probably just a couple weeks leading up to when I did get the positive test, but I had this thought of, it might have been actually one of the um, podcasts I listened to for, there these like, um, Christian women, but they were, you know, I think talking about identifying 
a false thought or um, identifying a negative attribute. And I, I guess I, I, it made me realize that I felt like a little child going to God and saying, can I please have a baby? Like asking <laughs> as if, as if I was asking for like a pony for Christmas, something, mm. you know? And then I just had this thought like, no, no, no. He wants this for me and he's probably going to be happier and, you know, so joyful. And I had this kind of image of like, of, you know, him being like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm so excited to give this to you. And I'm probably going to be like, you know, more excited than you are. And it just changed this whole perspective of like me not being this annoying little child asking for something. And that does, I think, connect to who I was as a kid growing up, like authority. I, I never really spoke up. I even just picking out decorations for like my 10th birthday party. My mom picked Cinderella, but I never liked Cinderella, but I never spoke up. I was like, okay. I was just happy to get <laughs> plates and hats with a Disney princess on it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, just things like that um, where you helped me to kind of go in a little bit deeper and look into things in, in your past that identify what's carrying you through and affecting you on this journey. Wow. So. Well, and it's really you coming into your own. It's, mm-hmm. it's you really stepping up as the woman you want to be as a mother. Right, right. I mean, that's tr- that is really incredible. And, you know, what I love about your story is you are a woman of faith and you gave yourself permission to own what it means to have faith. Like, you know, at, at times, you know, it probably felt like, why is this happening to me? Like you said, but you know, you allowed yourself to deepen that faith. So tell us a little bit about that. You know, music is a big, it became bigger for me. It always, you know, has, I've always loved music and stuff, but I found that it was a big thing. And I've encouraged a lot of my friends who are on this journey that, you know, whether it's some, whatever you're watching on TV or you're reading or you're listening to in the car, surround yourself with that positivity. And so for me, I was like, I had three different playlists for whatever, like, you know, my mood was with all of these uplifting songs, especially a lot of this Christian music that was just like declaring when I didn't feel like it, it was like declaring over me that this miracle was going to happen, that his promise was going to be fulfilled. And I mean, it just, that's when I really felt the guidance and the presence, that spiritual presence. And so that was a a big piece. And I I think I even had wrote in like (laughs) things I learned lately that I was also a bit, had a little underlying fear. I didn't realize, but I did, when I identified it, it was really helpful that I was afraid that if I became pregnant, that maybe my attention and focus would go so much on that, that I would lose maybe this connection and spirituality to God. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't grow in my faithfulness and keep developing that. So, but then I, I sort of stated out and wrote out in the journal that I can draw closer to him at the same time while becoming um, a mother, that it is possible that that's, you know, your yes and you know those two things you can have mm-hmm. it's not one or the other yes um, that's yeah. a huge lesson isn't it like the power of yes yeah. and yes i have been on this journey for 2 plus years and my baby is coming mhm exactly 
Yeah. Wow. And just really making the time, you know, um, and you'd put things aside and say, this isn't a priority to pray or even, I just really listen to myself. Like if I had, you know, a, a night off where previously I'd be like, oh my gosh, I got to, what friend have I not seen in months? I got to do something. I would allow myself just to say, well, you know, maybe this is what I need. Just a quiet night at home. And I would, you know, maybe just sit by the fire and, you know, read this more uplifting, spiritual deepening book, whatever it was at the time. Or I play music and just allow myself to be lifted up by that and just really kind of not see that at one point I felt like I was, oh, I'm wasting time. I should be being more active in doing things with my time, my free time. But I realized how that really fed my spirit and it was important and it wasn't wasted time. So even that's like that. Yeah, that is so good. That is so good. And like, I think for a lot of us, you know, those of us who, you know, have have had a tenuous relationship with faith, whatever you, you know, whatever you choose to call that, like there is a deep reminder that, you know what, you know, there is something bigger than us that has our backs. And if we're willing to see it, you'll be able to connect the dots. Like, I mean, did you have that experience? My gosh, looking back, I was like, oh, wow. All these little things. Like, I know I share with you how. (laughs) <laughs> like I got to the point where I was, I would laugh when I'd look at the clock. I was seeing eleven eleven everywhere. <laughs> I love it. I love and it. And I mean, that's my due date. It's wild. <gasps> Are you serious? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. I have goosebumps right now as you're saying that. that oh my gosh. That is so crazy. That is it, so crazy. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, um, Th- little things like that, even that um, this you know meditation that you walked me through, where um, <laughs> I'm like in my peaceful place, standing at the bow of my dad's sailboat and just looking out on the ocean, and I really felt I don't know like some spiritual presence there, and it was this like you know feminine nurturing, but also very like powerful and and this like gift they had given me for a reason was like this, well, I don't know, I saw a white dove and I'm like, whatever that is. And when I hadn't really shared that with my husband, cause it just felt so intimate and personal. Like it was for me, you know, and it would be hard to really explain that to anybody else. I think I think I tried to explain it to my mom. And I just kept breaking down and crying. <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind. You wouldn't but um, <laughs> yeah, the, my husband brought home a bouquet. Uh, I think a day or two after I um, told him that we were pregnant and I don't know, I've never seen this before, but the bouquet had a little white dove on it. And I was <gasps> like, what, <laughs> how, how is this possible? So that it's still I, like, I will never get rid of that. It's still in the house somewhere, even though it's lost its stick that's stuck in the bouquet and all this stuff. But yeah. And I'm really excited. We're going to have a, we're going to do our like maternity shoot next Saturday. And and I'm like, tell my husband, I'm like, I'm getting a picture because we're going to be near where um, my dad's boat is. I'm like, I'm getting a picture of me standing on the bow. Like, I just feel like to have that documented as a photo, it's like it, God, like me declaring like God's promises fulfilled. Like, you know, this is this, it, it's happened. Like I have that visual. I'm so excited. I'm like, I don't care if it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going no. to be up there in my dress with my bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, woman. This is really like, 
I love your story so much because, you know, we have to be willing on this journey. And I'm sure you've heard me say it before, but we have to be willing to be the last ones on the dance floor. Like we have to be yeah. to, to believe so deeply that we're willing to go when everyone else would have packed up and left. Right. And, you know, your faith is such a powerful inspiration because you, you had a lot of reasons to maybe give up. Yeah. But you showed up, you knew, like, I mean, you knew you wanted to do this naturally. You wanted minimal invasiveness. You know, you get pregnant naturally and, and you're having this beautiful pregnancy. You're connecting to something deeper. Like you're really the full package. It's yeah. amazing. It's stunning. It, it is. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's so true. And I'm just like, that's why I, I love being able, having this opportunity, and I'm like, it, it's possible, you know, for it really is possible for anybody, and it's just like, yeah, you have to just stay steadfast and to keep, um, you know, believing in that, and like the the the, harv, the harvest sort of symbol for me was so meaningful, and I remember I wrote a poem about it, like looking at in that in that last winter, like before couple months before we conceived, like looking at these barren trees in the winter and just being like, that's me. But then like getting this sense of like, yes, but look how beautiful it is against this winter blue sky. Like that barrenness, it still is beautiful. You're still beautiful. And I was just like overwhelmed by that feeling. And it just made me feel like, yep, and spring is coming and I'm going to blossom with this spring and it's going to bring new life because that's God's promise, you know, that he brings new life into everything. And it was, it was so great for me to like, literally as things are, flowers are blooming around me, my little belly is growing. I was, it was, it's, I, yeah. I don't even no, know no, words sometimes. <laughs> no, no, your words are perfect. Your words are perfect. And like, look at how quickly you shifted though. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is what I talk about. I mean, a couple pod, I think it was a couple podcasts ago. I was talking about integrity and it's so important. Like you did the work. Like mm-hmm. you took everything that I taught and coached you through and you applied it like crazy. And, and now you're reaping the benefit because you were the woman who followed through. Like you mm-hmm. had the guts to believe in yourself and you had the guts to believe in doing this your way. Like just think about what you're going to be able to model for your baby. Yeah. Yeah. So important. So what people need in the world today. I know, I know. <laughs> and I'm just so freaking proud of you. And so, so what would you say? Like if you were going to give the women listening a couple pieces of advice, like, you know, now that you're on the other side of your journey, you know, you're, you've seen the, the full transformation in such a short period of time from doing this work. Like, what would you say? Are, are, you know, just a couple pieces of advice that you would want anyone listening to take to heart? I think, you know, be honest with yourself, what you're surrounding yourself with, whatever it is that, you know, um, you watch on TV, you listen, the people you interact with, if you're on any sort of forums like TT, you know, TTC forums online, if it is not positive, if it's not uplifting, if you don't walk away feeling encouraged, it's not right. It's not going to help you. It's just going to drag you down and add more fear. So definitely that. And then just know that you are a unique individual and there is a specific plan for you. And whatever that involves, 
there is, you know, there's goodness there and there's joy there and you can find joy even in sort of that waiting period because that's where the fruitfulness builds from. There's, there's still like, you know, so much hope that you can have and you'll definitely be looking back on all of it and be so grateful for the way it played out. Mm, mm. And wouldn't you say like, I mean, because when you're coming from a place of fear, like all you can see is the bleakness, but mm-hmm. I know I felt this way when I was pregnant with Asher. It's like, oh my gosh, this is 10,000 times better than I thought it would be. Like, you know, cause we try to control everything, but when you allow this to unfold and you surrender, which is a word that you used mm-hmm. earlier, like what comes for you is so much better than you even imagined. Oh yeah, I probably that was probably one of my favorite quotes from you ever, and I have it saved. <laughs> like <laughs> I, it's it's on my like Instagram. I think it's like the first. I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a little like tab for my journey, and that's the first thing on it. I and I've told people that it's so true, and and many in in this situation, it definitely applies. But I've said it to people for a lot of other things like dating, you know, like trouble with dating and other (laughs) finding jobs. (laughs) Oh man, that is so awesome, my darling. Well, thank you so much for being with us and being so generous in the way that you have shared. I think you bring such a, a fantastic perspective, you know, being a medical professional, being also a woman of faith, being a strong woman who knows her mind, who, you know, made this declaration, because that's another thing, and I want to make sure people mm. take from this, is you made the declaration that you were going to be a mom. You weren't messing around. You weren't running right. and hiding. Like, you declared it. Mm-hmm. Got to be all in about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just put all your chips on the table and you bet on you and look at the payoff. Oh my gosh, woman. I can barely stand it. Such a good, (laughs) such a good, good story and such a good truth, you know? So thank you for being with us. I know that you are going to change somebody's life by sharing what you did. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wowzers, mama. Wasn't Kate's story just phenomenal? There are a few things that I want to make sure you take from her experience on this journey because they are game changers. First, Kate lovingly demanded her miracle. Second, she showed gratitude that her baby was already on the way, even way before she had any evidence of it. She acted as if her baby's arrival was no longer a matter of if, but when. Fourth, Kate held her head up high when going down the baby aisle at Target. She was explaining to you how she literally was seeing, okay, I'm going to go, this is going to be on my registry, that's going to be on my registry. She made her vision and her faith in what she knew to be true stronger than her fear. She literally beat back that fear and started living her journey from a place of empowered surrender. And the result was incredible. Because as she told you, just months later, she finally got that miracle. It is so inspiring. Can you see why my ladies are so freaking successful? I hope you can feel this. This shit is gold, my darling. And you've got to know, it takes guts, faith, and loads of hell yes to win on this journey. And Kate just showed us how it's done. 
Now, here's an exercise to take what you learned from Kate to the next level. One, embrace the idea of empowered surrender. So many of us think that we either are ovaries to the wall, hardcore, stressed out on this journey, or we just completely give up and it doesn't matter. Give yourself permission to say yes and. Yes, I desire this child and I know that they are coming. That is the essence of empowered surrender. You can have both. You don't have to have all of that fear. Practice some of what Kate shared. Give yourself permission to give gratitude and give thanks for your baby being here. I know this is going to feel a little crazy at first, but it worked for Kate and it has worked for women all over the world. So start there. Second, text the link to this podcast to someone who you know can benefit from it. Do you know another woman on this journey aside from yourself that might be going half crazy and living her fertility journey in doubt and fear? Being stuck in the place of doubt and fear is anything but empowered. And my darling, if you are doing everything you can to get pregnant, nothing is working, and you want to be 100% sure you are covering your bases, you simply can't ignore the power of your thoughts and beliefs, my love. Kate's living proof. Women who beat the odds on this journey show up to it mind and body. My ladies learn how to think like women who succeed, and that's why they win. If you want to learn what Kate learned, enrollment in my Fearlessly Fertile Method program is open. This program is for women who intend to get pregnant, like Kate, in the next 12 months. To apply for your interview to be part of this revolutionary program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com, and apply for a breakthrough session there. My methodology has helped women all over the world make their mom dreams come true. If you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, Love, we got to talk. Till next time, change your mindset, change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.